You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's the weekend of Friday, August 26th, 2022. Horatio's birthday weekend during our 27th year, bringing you the latest in consumer tech. And we continue to do just that, whether we are on this radio station or not. Because that means you want to snag our podcasts while you can. They're free. They are available anywhere you get your podcasts, or you can easily subscribe at our site at intotomorrow.com. The announcer dude mentioned that I'm Dave Graveline. He did not lie. He did not mention that I'm Chris Graveline. And that's not a lie. And we got some tech news and commentary for you. Don coming up has got a tip for our listeners. I like those. I do, too. Listeners helping other listeners, some of our favorite calls. And, of course, we have... Four reminders each and every week that we like to share. The pressure's on. Chris looks like a deer stuck in headlights all of a sudden across the studio. Participate and win. Okay, because the summer giveaway is wrapping up. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Back up your important data. Good, including into the cloud or otherwise somewhere off-premise on a USB drive, perhaps. Uh, Check your spam filters. Yes, because you never know. You might be missing some important email from a family member or us. And uh, subscribe to the free podcasts. Oh, good. Before you can't. Well, you'll always be able to subscribe to the free podcasts. But you might not hear to be reminded of it. Correct. Ah, okay. Gotcha. And, ooh, 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 another Uh, thing. uh, Let's remind everybody what's happening two weeks from today on this very broadcast. We're going to be in Berlin. Boy, don't get that excited. I mean, (laughs) it is our favorite remote broadcast in the world. But by, by then, we might actually be back. No. Then compiling all the stuff. Well, okay. Well, next week we're presenting a best of of some interviews and calls you may not have heard. Which is hard to do with this show because every moment is a best of. Oh, gee, thanks. I think. (laughs) Uh, But because we're going to be traveling this time next week in Berlin, starting to set up the broadcast center and shooting video three-camera operation of all of the radio interviews, because we want to show you not only the guests, in many cases, eh, who cares, right, to see my face and theirs, it's their products that you want to see. That's why we do video of all the interviews at IFA as well. And you want to visit us at intotomorrow.com and see those, but we're planning the full month of September, if we can get that many interviews in while we're there covering IFA Berlin this year. Yeah, and again, you've got some cool stuff already getting lined up, including a tech company that's uh, making products out of uh, old fishing nets. Really? Yes. Okay. Wow. (laughs) See, I'm just the host. They just sit me down and say, here, talk to them about this. And I'll say, okay, roll it. Hi, what is this? Uh, (laughs) And then they'll tell us. I think that particular interview will be at the uh, Showstoppers press event. Oh, okay. So So that's among the batch of first interviews we'll be doing. Yes, sir. The night before the show officially starts. Wow. 
Lots of cool stuff. Yeah. We got some tech news and commentary for you as well in the meantime. The Federal Trade Commission has agreed to remove Mark Zuckerberg from a lawsuit the agency filed last month. To... Now, so you could have stopped at remove Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Well, Period. I'd be happy. Yeah. Well, but they're, they're taking him off a lawsuit they filed last month to stop Facebook parent Meta from acquiring a virtual reality technology company within Limited. They're oh. unlimited. Uh, according to a joint court filing by Meta and the FTC, Zuckerberg will no longer be a named defendant in the suit. As part of the agreement, Zuckerberg will not attempt to purchase Within in his personal capacity. That's an odd name for a company, Within. Yeah. Uh, now, Within is the maker of a popular virtual fitness program known as Supernatural. And the FTC has alleged Meta is trying to unlawfully establish a virtual reality empire, which I would agree with that, yes. <laughs> by gobbling up possible threats to its own future dominance in VR. Meta has disputed that Supernatural is a direct competitor to VR apps that it already owns, such as Beat Saber, and denies that the acquisition would reduce competition. Yeah, right. Well, of course we're going to deny it. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because I've, I've used that Supernatural app, but I haven't used the fitness parts of it. I've used the uh, meditation aspects of it. You meditate? <laughs> well, I did on that app because I had to test it, but I didn't want to test the actual exercising part. <laughs> so I tested the no meditation. No surprise there. Because it was easy and, and low impact and I could just sit down and... How come you don't sit down then on your This Week in Tech History, History, History videos? Adam, I don't know. You, I don't know either. <laughs> but you're standing up. Maybe you should be doing some exercise during your This Week in Tech History videos. No, that wouldn't be good. That wouldn't be good. No. <laughs> it, it would be good for your health. Yeah, but then I'd be all out of breath. Either way, visit intotomorrow.com and check on the videos for This Week in tech history. Now, while we're in court, as you were on your last story, as Twitter and Elon Musk continue their lawsuit and prepare for their October 17th trial date in Delaware over his attempt to break their $44 billion acquisition agreement, Musk's legal team submitted a subpoena for evidence from former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Exactly. <laughs> Musk's subpoena asks Dorsey for documents and communications related to the acquisition, as well as information on the effect of all the fake or spam accounts on Twitter's business and its measurement of daily active users. Hmm. And in a related story, for 30 years, security pioneer Peter Mudge Zetko has exposed the risks facing technology users as a hacker. Well, now he's doing it as a whistleblower. The parting between Twitter and their former head of security, Zatko, was apparently not an amicable one, as he filed a complaint with the Securities and Exchange Commission accusing his former employer, Twitter, of violating its agreement with the Federal Trade Commission to maintain solid security practices. Oh, ho, ho, another dum-dum-dum. <laughs> so this is a, a former head of security at Twitter that's saying they couldn't care less about security. So he's blowing a whistle. Good. Yeah, exactly. And I, heard, I hope that that all comes into fruition. Again, I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, some of the worst things that ever happened to our society. All that anti-social media. Yep. And that's why they shadow ban me. Try following me. And if you can, mention Into Tomorrow, I'll follow you back. But that'll be a good way. And I'm not talking to you, Chris. You already better follow me. But everyone else listening, again, mention Into Tomorrow, I'll follow you back. It's only fair. But try following me and see if you see 
my stories, my posts, things of that nature. On all the anti-social media, everything you can think of, it's all the same, at Dave Graveline, the at sign Dave Graveline, one name, one word, whatever. Give it a shot, and let's communicate and see that they're shadow banning. Hmm. Oh, well. California has its first significant settlement under the state's sweeping online privacy law, and it's not even with a tech company. Whoa. California Attorney General Rob Bonta said that the state had reached a settlement with cosmetics retailer Sephora, in which the company will pay $1.2 million and agree to an injunction for selling customers' data without telling them. Mm-hmm. Bonta's office said that it conducted a sweep of online retailers and found that Sephora's failure to disclose, as well as failures to process people's requests to opt out of the sale of information, Uh, The sale in question was an arrangement between Sephora and third-party companies to monitor customers as they shopped. Uh, This is according to the office uh, in a press release. Interesting. So, yeah. I mean, we don't shop at Sephora, obviously, so I have no knowledge. But interesting that they were selling customers' data. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Just when you thought you had enough advertising in your face, speaking of makeup and whatnot, ads might be coming soon to Apple Apps. Like books, maps, and podcasts. Good thing I don't use those. Exactly. After (laughs) Apple internally tested search-focused ads in maps that provide recommendations for nearby restaurants and stores. That according to Bloomberg. Targeted advertisements would come from companies similar to suggestions as well as featured app store apps. So good luck. If if you're an iPhoney, then expect more ads in your face. Great. This summer, the SEC conducted an active review of Twitter's user numbers in response to concerns of bot activity. This was revealed in new filings that were made public this week. The review came in the weeks after Elon Musk raised concerns over the same user figures and suggests that federal regulators took Musk's allegations seriously. Uh, Notably, the review began more than a week before that full whistleblower report that you talked about by Mm -hmm. uh, Peter Zatko, although it deals with many of the same concerns that he reported to the SEC. Oh, the plot thickens. Yeah. (laughs) Stay tuned. We'll keep you informed on all these developments. Somebody's got to turn this whole Musk buying Twitter thing into a movie because it's or a miniseries. This, this has like HBO miniseries written all over it. Oh, it does. Or Zulu <laughs> if you want to put up with ads or some nonsense. But yeah, you're right. It should be a miniseries. It'd be Hulu, not Zulu. Did I say Zulu? Yes. <laughs> you knew what I meant. YouTube wants people to watch more vertical videos on their TVs. The Google-owned video service is getting ready to support YouTube Shorts, its take on TikTok videos, within its smart TV app. YouTube will also gain better support for the company's music service on smart TVs. And its paid TV service, uh, as we talked about in the previous hours, looking to launch split-screen viewing to its subscribers. <laughs> Can't wait to see how that works. Yeah, YouTube employees shared these plans at an internal partner event with hardware manufacturers last month. That event was dedicated to Google's own Android TV and Google TV platforms, but YouTube generally aims to keep its experience on par across smart TV platforms, making it likely that these features will eventually launch on other TVs manufactured by companies like Samsung and LG. I guess if it's semi-successful, then other companies might pick up on it. But there's so much bizarreness going on, you got to wonder what's going to stick. You know, throw enough against the wall, some sticks. Yeah, but I can't stand watching vertical videos on my TV. It's just, it's annoying. Yeah, not on the TV. You no. I mean, that's bad enough you watch them on your phone because you're TikToking or whatever. Yeah, unless you have a TV that's on like a motorized mount that'll swivel no. the TV to a vertical you know, orientation. You could do that. That'd be yeah. different. But then you'd forget to flip it back and then you have to go put it back or, 
you lose power and you have to watch TV by candlelight. You know, stuff like that would be a problem. Right, which we had to do uh, 30 years ago this past week. Boy, did we ever. <laughs> and speaking of which, if you follow me on Facebook, uh, you'll see my post about Hurricane Andrew was 30 years ago this week. And, wow, we lost 65 lives here in South Florida. 165,000 homes were destroyed. Not a couple of tiles off the roof. Destroyed. Uh, I mean, it was it was catastrophic is is a uh, an understatement yeah i remember driving down this was like you know about a year after you know your mom sold you know a trailer that she lived in furnished yeah and i remember we saw her couch at the top of a tree yes <laughs> it was like holy cow look at that's grandma's couch and it was because she had one of them weird patterned couches <laughs> and it was at the top of a tree in the tra- and then we drove by where her trailer used to be yeah, and it was just a concrete slab yeah <laughs> I mean, what a – oh, my God. It was crazy. And there are pictures on your Facebook page this week of you standing in the tower of Homestead Air Force Base. Right. Literally moments before they came in and rushed us out of there. Yes. Oh, I guess they forget that they had classified documents there yes. that were all blown around. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be here because here we are as press in the room and taking pictures yet no get out get out get out come on what are we going to see everything's destroyed there's yeah. stuff strewn everywhere but there you were 30 years younger wow <laughs> but yeah pretty devastating time i remember being on the air 26 hours straight through during the hurricane because i was the only one as i recall on the staff at the radio station at winz here in miami at the time that had been through hurricanes before. I was the only native Miamian. So they thought, all right, stick Dave in there and just let him spew because he knows about hurricanes. And I he mean, likes to spew. I beg your pardon. <laughs> so, yeah, I was I was on the air straight through for 26 hours and having people call in. And and I remember telling people to, to grab a mattress because they, they had their family in a bathtub, hold the mattress over your head, and then they thanked me later because when the wind stopped and they pulled the mattress off they had no roof it was just the sky and oh my gosh i mean it was some bizarre stuff but i did my best to try to inform the community and it was devastating well you know and i said we took the news truck and went down to south dade which really had the most devastation unbelievable and i remember telling people even since then that you know i'll take these hurricanes any day over earthquakes and tornadoes yeah i mean every time we've (laughs) talked to somebody as we travel and and they're on the west coast of the u.s for example in california and they go oh i'd never live in miami hurricanes well fortunately we haven't had any in a long time thank god and we generally know they're coming right well we always know they're coming (laughs) we're not not a lot of notice sometimes but even with andrew we really only had three days notice that it was coming and we didn't know then because we don't have the technology then we have now that it was going to be as bad as it was wow don in labelle florida listens to our 24 7 stream available at intotomorrow.com and on our apps and of course subscribes to our free podcast hey don hi dave have a tip for your listeners i found a website called justwatch.com which allows people to choose movies from their particular streaming service. And I find it useful because I can uh, pick movies by the rating. So if I want like a, uh, 
eight star rating. I can select eight star ratings in any kind of genre and from whatever streaming service that I'm using. And it lists all those movies. So it's a great time saver, especially if you're picky on which movies you want to watch. Awesome. Thank you, Don. Another great listener helping other listeners. Yeah, I love those calls. I kind of checked this site out after he called in, and, yeah. and it's actually something that I think I might use, because you put it in there, you go in, you can log in, make an account, you tell it which streaming services you have, which you subscribe for. It'll then tell you everything you can watch for free with those subscriptions. Oh. I guess not for free, but with your paid subscriptions. Yeah. So you no longer have to sit there through your TV at home and go through everything only to find out, oh, i got to rent that movie? No, I want to see something else. Oh, I like that, because I've been using, at your suggestion, just Googling stuff, and how can I watch such and such, and it'll give me some list. And wait, do I have that service? Yeah, no, I don't have that one. I have this one. Oh, but they want money. Yeah, what a pain. Oh, very cool. So justwatch.com. There you go. Thank you, Don. Intotomorrow.com. Hey, here's an idea. Let's meet there. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093. And let Best MedCare do the work. For you. On air, online, on now. You're tuned into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System. The future of diabetes management is here. Visit DEXCOM.com. You know, smartphones can't solve every problem, but it turns out that they can be a helpful part of many solutions, including opioid abuse treatment. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. While the COVID pandemic continues to dominate the media's attention, the opioid abuse epidemic continues to be a major problem in the U.S. According to the Department of Health and Human Services, more than 10 million people abused prescription opioids in 2019, resulting in more than 70,000 drug overdose deaths. Groups recover together is an organization that supports opioid addiction recovery for more than 11,000 patients. They developed a companion app that their members can access with a smartphone for information, support, and managing their treatment program. A limited trial last year was so successful that they are now rolling it out across the entire program. They report positive results with 73% of participants sticking with treatment after six months, and 89% abstaining from illicit substances each week. Tools such as this app can play an important role in helping patients deal with their drug abuse problems. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Alfred. Be sure to sign up for his free weekly newsletter at healthtechinsider.com. And you know what it's time for now? Because you barely have time to participate. The Cool 
Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway is still underway, but it wraps up on Memorial Day, end of the summer. Or I Labor mean, Day. Or Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> we started on Memorial Day. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what you meant to say. I meant to say. You get the idea, but we got goodies for you, but you've got to be heard on the show. Call in and participate and win stuff like... From Skosh, we've got several things like a Rhythm Plus 2.0 armband heart rate monitor, a Magic Mount Pro Charge 5 for MagSafe and Qi-enabled phones, and a GoBat 5K portable power bank... Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. How about the $1,500 Denago 48-volt electric bike from bike.com? you got to visit them and check out all the cool things they have available. Or if you like a clean tushy, we've got from Brondell the Swash. And who doesn't? (laughs) Exactly. The Swash CL2200 Ultra Thin Luxury Bidet Toilet Seat with remote control valued at $650. Oh, and if you don't win that, you might want to mention, again, no promises, no guarantees, mention three or four of our items when you call in to participate. And we'll do our best to try to get at least one to you. How about from Limitless Innovations, their Tiki Tunes Bluetooth speaker with LED flickering flame effect. <laughs> Very cool. From Western Digital, their SanDisk iExpand wireless phone charger with automatic backup and several uh, WD Black P10 external gaming hard drives. And all you need to do is participate. Either call us anytime 24-7 at 800-899-INTO. Or join us at intotomorrow.com and hit the Ask Dave mic button. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. As Into Tomorrow continues in our 27th year covering the latest in consumer tech and products and services and gadgets and gizmos, All the goodies on the air that we talk about each and every week on the program. We're delighted that you've tuned in. Even more delighted when you participate on the program. But I also want to remind you to be sure and subscribe to our free once-a-week tech newsletter. It's full of, I know you might guess it, tech news. And also letting you know who's on the show this week. And we address a couple of the calls, questions that we're going to deal with on the show. We tell you about some of the great prizes that many of our guests and sponsors and other friends of the show provide to us for you regularly. And a whole bunch of other stuff, including including whom thoughts. 
that make you smile. It's our goal as well to always make you smile. So all you need to do is visit our website. A little box pops up if the internet gods are with us and asks only for your email address. We don't share it with anyone. We don't spam you. So you put in just your email address. Watch for the subsequent email you'll get. It's a double opt-in thing, which means we don't spam you. We want to make sure you want to receive it. Click that link, which means so check your spam filters. More and more spam we discover ends up in our spam filters. That's not spam. So legit emails, too. Check them out. And once you click that link, voila, you're in, and you'll be getting our tech newsletter every single week. We look forward to adding you to that list. Our next guest founded a tech company whose mission is to push the boundaries of what is currently available in VR, AR, FX spaces, among others. The CEO of a company called Exploring Digital is Dave Wallens. Dave, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you? Thanks for having me, and I'm doing great. Terrific. Uh, Tell me a little bit first about Exploring Digital, and then let's get in specifically to what we're going to talk about today. You bet. So Exploring Digital is actually a startup. We're based here out of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, We uh, actually started the company in 2021 and have been building it ever since and uh, with exciting uh, uh, team and products to boot. And, of course, for most of our regular audience, they know what all the various terms refer to, VR, AR, FX spaces. Uh, But, of course, virtual reality, uh, augmented reality, what is FX? Uh, those are uh, effects that we're doing, right? Gotcha. So we're doing all types of uh, movie production and doing special effects for production films. Oh, very cool. So it, is it uh, very much business-based then, like for professional studios, or are there some things that us consumers can be involved with uh, with exploring digital? Um, well, on that end of the business, is mainly uh, business-to-business as we're doing uh, you know, full-length feature films all the way down the commercials, uh, even music videos. So we're doing it in a unique way where we're shooting it on some new technology, but it's mainly business business to business focused on that particular product. Okay, gotcha. And I understand after 20 years of fabrication work, uh, you decided to start this exploring digital. So why the change? What, what spurred you to do that? Dave, that's a great question uh, and I appreciate it. So, you know, we uh, have been building physical environments for many years for companies that that actually do all types of events and experiential exhibits. So we built some of the most complex exhibits around the country. Hmm. And along our path, we actually invented a product. Uh, and we have uh, about two and a half, three years ago, uh, invented a product that at that point in time, we saw what could be, and it was a space to support uh, virtual reality. Uh, we applied for our patents and we wound up getting our first one about a year after we made the application. And what it was based on is the floor, the wall, the, the haptics movement that's going on inside. It could be uh, vibration. It could be wind. It could be gusts of air. It could be transports like an elevator. Wow. It could be smells all inside this environment that's mapped in a virtual reality environment. Um, we got our first patent um, in 2020. Our second patent was uh, in 2021, and by mid twenty. Uh, the end of 2021, we got our third patent on this room along the time that we were actually developing all the content for the inside of the room. Cool. And now, is this what you guys are calling the Megaverse? In fact, it is. So the Megaverse was a product that we started, uh, named it uh, almost, uh, again, a year and a half ago. And, uh, you know, um, 
Meta did us a favor by being, bringing the metaverse to the forefront. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but just great timing on our part, I guess. But the megaverse is the name of our virtual reality theater. Oh, very cool. And, and Dave, the megaverse sounds like the closest I think we've heard about yet uh, to the Star Trek holodeck from what you've described with haptic feedback and, and effects and that kind of thing. Uh, so it sounds like a perfect opportunity with your company to actually get us that much closer to something like that. And you're calling it a, a VR room, right? Uh, it is. It's a VR theater. And the mm. reason that we call it a theater is that we've been developing content. We have uh, close to 10 different experiences that we've already created inside that room. Everything from a four-story escape room that you're in a pirate ship. Wow. By solving clues, you go up uh, by elevator to the second floor, then the third, and eventually to the fourth if you're good enough to get off the pirate ship. <laughs> uh, it's about a 30-minute play. Uh, all the way to a VR dodgeball game that we call Mega Ball. That's a three-on-three competition uh, that's very fun and active. So, uh, and everything in between. So we have uh, haunted house escape rooms that we have developed. We've got a little shooting range. We've got a a uh, um, oh gosh, what else am I thinking? Well, I'm thinking uh, as as a former police officer, you already got my attention with a shooting range. <laughs> so that uh, sounds like it might be something to experience right there. Well, it's a, they're a lot of fun, and we and we've developed these for really age-specific groups, uh, as we've learned over time very quickly that different groups like to do different experiences. Sure. So it was incumbent upon us to really develop these, and and along our path, uh, our uh, we wound up acquiring our content developer who was doing all the beta testing with us on the very beginning of this, and it's our studio that is now based in Mobile, Alabama, a group called Third Realm Creations, an incredibly talented group. Uh, who've been working in VR since 2010 in the movie industry uh, for over 15 years. So uh, they have really helped us in developing our content and building the company in a new and exciting way. Well, because certainly one of my questions was, how is the Megaverse so different from other VR headset games? And you've already explained a couple of really good examples. Uh, For example, you talk about the dodgeball. I mean, are you actually somehow feeling that you are the one hit in that round with the ball? Um, We we have some haptic feedback on that, so that is correct. But what makes this uh, unique is that we are free walking inside of our environment, and we are multiplayer, so we actually have six people in the experience at the same time. And we, in fact, are all avatars playing against each other, and they're all (laughs) customized inside that environment. So we actually are playing against each other, but instead of picking it up and throwing it, we actually have a shooter that we that we designed, our custom shooter for it. And you pick up the ball in your shooter, and then you fire it at somebody, and you hit them, wow. and you have points against each other. So a lot of fun, a lot of activity, and uh, and it's a darn good workout all at the same time. Oh, it sounds like it, it is by all means. And you're not tethered then with any cables. You say it's all wireless, and you're able to have that many people uh, in the in the room without running into each other? Is it because they're seeing each other's avatars and we know where our uh, opponents and our teammates are? Exactly. So we're, uh, you know, the design of the room and the patent all incorporates our mapping of the, of the VR. So we actually do see each other's avatars and interact with each other. We can talk to each other uh, and communicate with each other. So we're strategizing with each other and it really changes VR in a huge way. Instead of one-to-one where we're shooting 
zombies or we're shooting aliens of some sort. <laughs> we're really in there collaboratively, and it creates what we call a real blended reality where you start to forget you're in virtual reality, but you're actually interacting just like you do in real life. We're chatting with the CEO of Exploring Digital, Dave Wallens, and we'll do much more and hear much more. Be sure and check out the video of this interview at intotomorrow.com right after this. Stay tuned. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the CEO of Exploring Digital, Dave Wallens. Now, Dave, would the next step be able to be that you don't have to even be in the same room? I mean, certainly you play games currently, uh, even with VR, with people from literally across the world, around the corner, whatever. Uh, would this be a similar type thing with Megaverse? Would you do that as well? Absolutely. You can tell you're in the tech business. So, yeah, once you're in a megaverse, you could be one in California, one here in Atlanta. And as long as we start the game at the same time, we can compete against each other. Wow. So, yes, you can have multiple people around the world being in the same in the same play at the same time. It sounds like there's a whole bunch of tech that can be done and accomplished uh, that Exploring Digital is working on or will be slightly into tomorrow, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we we use this for the entertainment world, and we're you know having a great time creating these experiences. Uh, and our team is is dedicated to producing um, about five, three to five of them a quarter. So wow. um, the theaters will never get old. We we hope that there will be something new and fresh and exciting to do, um, including you know SWAT games that we're working together on, some more escape rooms that we're working on. So we're always creating, and then of course we have many other markets that we're developing simultaneously. Education is a big, important area for us, so we've got some interesting plays that we're working on there. We also work a lot in the training field. You said you're a police officer, and we're, in fact, working on police training in this virtual world, which really brings it to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you're in there with multiple people all working on the same uh, issues at that moment, so training is going to become very dynamic. And... Uh, and so we have a lot of big plans for the environment in its own right. Uh, and all, you know, really it's all in our imagination to really accomplish what we want to do. Uh, that's a great way to put it. And kudos to you and your team, Dave, because it sounds like you've got uh, a plethora of ideas, not only being worked on, but into the future, into tomorrow, uh, to be able to, to really work with this. Now, do, do you sell headsets? Do you sell VR headsets as well? Is it something that, uh, again, at the moment is really more business to business, but do you foresee the opportunity uh, for consumers? to be able to get involved with things that digital exploring digital is doing. Absolutely. So the way that this is going to be uh, structured at the beginning is uh, Megaverse will be uh, installed at any of your family entertainment centers. So these are things like Stars and Strikes, Sky Zone, the Dave and Busters of the world. Uh, these are the types of environments that uh, Megaverse is going into uh OO, which is a big theme park down in Alabama, is committed. So we'll, uh, these will be starting to pop up all over the country. 
so that you'll have a chance as a consumer to go play any and interact with any of these games. It's be a lot of fun. Oh, and man. so from that end of the, the world, the consumers will have access to it and really get to experience. Really, in this environment, it's, it's kind of what's been talked about now for uh, several months, and that about the metaverse, about being an avatar in an environment. And, and while others are talking about it, we're excited that we're actually doing it. So people yeah. will really get to start to experience it and, and see what virtual reality can truly do. Uh, love it. Well, keep up the good work and keep up the creativity. No doubt your team is excited about the things they're doing and they don't stop. And that's encouraging, too. Uh, I can already tell we're going to have to get you back on again soon. There's more to cover, more to talk about. Be sure and keep us informed as well uh, as to the new things you guys are working on. And we can share that with our audience. And in the meantime, we invite you to visit Dave's website at Exploring Dig like Exploring Dig, only it's for exploring digital, exploringdig.com. And, of course, we'll get you there when you visit us. Uh, Dave Wallens, the CEO of Exploring Digital, looking forward to chatting with you again into tomorrow. Thanks, David. I appreciate it. Our pleasure, by all means. ExploringDig.com for more. Visit IntoTomorrow.com. We'll get you there, as we do with all of our guests. So, and again, reminder to our radio audience, come and see the video of this interview so you can check out the kinds of things that Dave and I, the other Dave, were talking about at IntoTomorrow.com. I am Dave Graveline. We continue bringing you further Into Tomorrow. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. Welcome back to Into Tomorrow. I'm Cameron Graveline, the real brains behind this operation. What? So if you have a tech question, ask Dave so he can ask me. Call 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or use the free Into Tomorrow app. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. Well, thank you, Cameron. Oh, by the way, happy birthday, H. His birthday this weekend. I hope he's celebrating very well in New York City. You know, I think you've already offered H more birthday wishes than you offered me last week. That's not true. I think it is. No. Go back and count. I'm going to have to count. Okay, you will. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Omnipod. Say goodbye to multiple daily insulin injections and simplify life with diabetes. Learn more at Omnipod.com slash Dave. That's Omnipod.com slash Dave. Right. Don't, we don't really slash Dave, but go to oh, Omnipod.com slash Dave. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Exactly. <laughs> Forward slash Dave. Uh, yeah, yeah. Before we get to Heather's call, I want to remind you that we have a free once-a-week tech newsletter that we like to put out, cleverly enough, once a week. 
And cleverly enough, it's got some tech news. Let you know who's on the show this week. Some hmm thoughts to make you smile, maybe even giggle, maybe even LOL. Or maybe just slap your forehead. Or slap your knee if it's really good. There's all kinds of things in it. Amongst other things, we always tell you what's available as prizes that current week. And some other goodies. Yeah, in this week's uh, tech newsletter, our friends at PC Mag spoke to Microsoft's archivist about the largest piece of software they ever sold, weighing in at over 40 pounds. A piece of software that yes. was 40 pounds? Yeah. You and I are old enough to remember when you buy software in boxes and they had yeah. all these you know, multiple discs. Well, and you books are. I'm and, not old enough. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. But you know, can you imagine you know, a 40-pound box of software? That's hefty. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a lot of discs. It, yeah. A lot of floppies. For a lot of floppies for a software program. Yeah. Oh, our coverage of IFA begins two weeks from today. So you do want to stay tuned. And more importantly, you do, trust me when I say this, want to subscribe to our free podcast. We're basically condensing our three-hour show down to one hour of killer material. We are? We are. In case you didn't know that. Oh, I did not. That's going to happen right after our IFA coverage at the end of September. Oh. So basically starting in October, you want to have the podcast if you still want to hear Chris and I and the team. Right. Right? Exactly. That's kind of the deal. Still listen to the radio station that you're hearing us on now, but then you can play us and listen to us in the car or in the shower or yeah, while well, you're sleeping. D- well, yeah. Or if you're having trouble getting to sleep, listen yeah. to us. We'll put you right to sleep. Oh, my gosh. Oh, but we didn't tell people how to subscribe to the tech newsletter. You stop by into tomorrow.com. It's all there. No, that it's not all well, there. Well, there's the instructions are there, but you could also head over to your favorite podcast aggregate software. No, I'm talking about the tech newsletter. The tech newsletter? You're confusing me. I'm confusing me. Yeah. <laughs> More importantly, you're confusing our audience. You stop by into tomorrow.com, and there's a box that will pop up asking for your email address. You put and, your email address yeah. in. And we don't share it with anyone. Right. And then what happens after you put your email address You'll in? You'll get a confirmation email with a link you got to click. There you go. So you're going to check your spam filter. Right. Because we don't spam you, but some people have said, aha, I did find that link in spam. Because you've got to click the link that says, yes, I want to get it. Double opt-in program. Yeah. So because we don't spam anybody. And then you can go subscribe to our podcast. And then maybe next time I'll actually pay attention to what you're saying. That would be nice. We'll see. (laughs) Heather in Idaho Falls, Idaho, participating by clicking, we love you for it, the Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Heather. I've recently switched internet services, which means I've had to switch my routers. And now my Chromebook won't print to my Epson 7700 air printer. Hmm. So... Any help with that would be great. Well, Heather, Chromebooks print via a service called Google Cloud Print. And Google Cloud Print relies on two things. Number one, the printer being able to connect to the service. In your case, we know that it can if you used to be able to print. And number two, the Chromebook being set up to use the Google Cloud Print account. As long as the Chromebook can get online, it should still be able to connect to the same Google Cloud Print account that you were using before. Yeah. Now, the most likely culprit is the printer. Uh, if your network's name or password changed, then the printer won't be able to connect to them, and therefore it won't be able to get online and reach the Google Cloud Print servers. Uh, so we'd start there. Check the printer settings. Make sure it can still connect to the Internet. You may find that it's not connected and therefore cannot be reached by the Chromebook. So, Heather, hope that helps you out because it can get a little complicated, but just making sure that you're still set 
to make it work the way it was uh, should do a really good job for you. But let us know if you're still having any difficulty, and we'll be more than happy to dig a little deeper. We'll even dig all the way into tomorrow and help solve your problems. And, of course, anyone else that has suggestions, comments, concerns, you can join us anytime, too, 24-7 at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or use the Into Tomorrow app.